Hello, everyone, and welcome to Shepherd of the Hills and our Wednesday evening Lenten podcast worship service. We are very glad that you have joined us in this new way of worshiping together. My name is Pastor Renee, and along with Joe Tricano, our Director of Music and Worship, who will be performing all of our music this evening, and the entire Shepherd staff and community, we extend a warm welcome to you. There are lots of things you need to know as we continue on this not-in-person manner of meeting. Lots and lots of communication will be coming your way, but here are a couple things that you need to know this evening. In our continued efforts to flatten the curve of the COVID-19 spread, our building will remain closed through at least April 1st, and we will update that date as we move closer and as we see the need. We will make announcements about each of our events uh, through e-news, uh, Facebook, and our website at uh, shepherdshoreview.org. And for any and all to up-to-date information, links, and resources, please check out our COVID-19 response page on our website. We have worked and will continue to work really hard to get all the links you'll need for Sunday and Wednesday worship. Bible studies, youth programming, including any and all virtual gatherings in one place. Pastor Bryce will be doing a remote version of Coffee and Bagels via a Zoom meeting on Thursday, March 26. Look for links coming for that on our e-news and Facebook. And if you have any questions or are in need of pastoral care, please do not hesitate to reach out to us. Uh, and myself or Pastor Bryce or Sister Tuchina, we will connect with you because we are here for you. And finally, our Wednesday Lenten offerings will continue to go to Ralph Reader Food Shelf. Uh, please know that the uh, need is great right now, so give as you are able. Now let's take a moment, take a deep breath in, and center our hearts and our minds as we enter this holy and sacred time of worship together. The season of Lent is a time of repentance, of self-examination, and confession. This is a time for us to consider how cultural forces press on us to be something other than what God created us to be. We begin this Lenten journey with a cross of ashes on our forehead, a reminder of our true identity and our need for God's love and mercy and forgiveness. Along the way, we come together here and spend some time thinking about those things that separate us from a closer walk with our Creator.
It is one of those sins that we talk very little about, one of those sins that has wormed its way into our culture and into our church, a sin that I think we've forgotten about. Many of us don't even have a clear category for it anymore. Ancient writers and theologians talked about it a lot, even suggesting that it was the second most serious and second most prevalent of all of the sins. And yet today it has almost disappeared from our vocabulary or has been sugar-coated as something else. That sin is envy. We are spending this Lenten season looking at the sins that cause disconnection from God. And at the top of that list is envy. Envy has been called the silent sin because we seldom admit whom or what we envy. And envy may be the sneakiest of sins as people rarely tell anyone they feel envy as people are taught to keep envy in the closet. Envy and all of its other names, jealousy and coveting, are all over the place in the biblical story. Cain and Abel, Joseph and his brothers, King Saul, David and Bathsheba. It's even gotten its own listing in the Ten Commandments. But I think the one passage that most succinctly gets to the core of what envy does to us came in this short passage of Proverbs 14.30. A heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. Envy does something very strange and ugly to us. And the really hard thing is that we actually live in an age of envy. It's everywhere. Career envy, kitchen envy, children envy, food envy, upper arm envy, vacation envy. You name it, there's an envy for it. Now you've probably heard of the saying green with envy, right? The problem with having green eyes of envy is that it tends to turn everything you see into the same putrid shade of green because envy rots your bones and your view of the world around you. And it somehow calls everything into question because everything is compared through the lens of deficiency of lacking, of not being good enough. It taunts you. It makes you doubt yourself. And it makes you doubt God. Envy causes you to see someone else's success or someone else's joy, and it makes you think less of yourself. It calls into question all that you are and all that you've done, and all that you've accomplished and all that you've worked for. And it tells you that someone else did it better. Envy silently becomes entangled with your own identity, your understanding of who you are, because another's success screams that you have failed.
Envy simply cannot let you enjoy your life because envy rots your bones. So if we're surrounded by this envy, what are we supposed to do when you realize that envy has its hooks in you? What is the antidote for envy? Love. Love is the only cure for envy. People of God, hear God's words of love for you in 1 John 3, 1. What a marvelous love the Father has extended to us. Look at it. We're called children of God. That is who we really are. So when envy visits you, and let's be honest, it has visited all of us, know that God's word for you is you are enough. And God says enough with the comparisons already. God made you as you. And know that God does not make mistakes. You are holy and perfectly loved. Accept yourself as you a loved and created child of God, a message that envy will seek to make you forget. We need to stop thinking that we are not enough, not good enough or smart enough or holy enough or athletic enough or rich enough or attractive enough or successful enough. Because that not enough mindset will rot your bones and everything else it touches. God gives us all that we have and makes us all that we are gifts. Through Christ we are accepted for who we are and loved as we are with a never-ending love. So the next time you're tempted to look at someone else and you feel the twinges of envy rearing its ugly head, Remember who you are and who loves you. Remember that you are a child of the living God. And that is all that really matters. Amen. We have come together this evening for renewal, to worship, and to hear God's word for us. We've heard a message of how the sin of envy stains us and makes us something other than who we were meant to be, and how God's love can change that and shape us and renew us. 
And now the time of reflection and stillness is upon us. So I invite you to close your eyes. Close out the busy world. Be still. Listen. Open your heart to be fully present here in this moment. We are entering holy time as Jesus is speaking to you. A reading from Ezekiel. I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all of your impurities and release you from all of your idols. I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to truly follow me and my ways. Holy God, it seems that envy in all of its insidious forms is woven into the fabric of our lives, causing us to compare ourselves to everyone else and then see only the lack in our own lives. Because of this, we need you, O oh God. We trust in what we can see and we are blinded by our own perceived inadequacies and we do not see ourselves as you see us. Because of this, we need you, O oh God. Far too often we let our need for this world's validations become that which feeds us, causing us to turn away from the message of your love, making it all but impossible for us to even love ourselves. Because of this, we need you, O oh God. Because you come among us, and breathe into our bare souls and heal our pain and make us new and love us to the end and promise to never leave us, no matter how broken we become. Because of this, we truly need you, O oh God. Hear these words of your Savior for you. Rest in me, my child. This time devoted to me is meant to be peaceful, not stressful. You don't have to perform in order to receive my love. I have boundless and unconditional love for you. Oh, how it grieves me to see my children working for love, trying harder and harder yet never feeling good enough to be loved. I know that sometimes you feel uneasy, wondering if you are doing enough to be worthy of my love. Know this, your performance and my love for you are totally different issues. I love you with an everlasting love that flows out from eternity without limits or conditions. 
And I have clothed you with my robe of righteousness and rained my love on you. So bring all of your performance anxiety and envy to me and receive in its place my unfailing love for you. Please join me as we close our time together this evening in prayer. Holy and loving God, all of us have been confronted by envy, either our own or someone else's. Some of us might be facing the green-eyed monster right now. Give us courage to admit our need for you and forgive us. Help us to accept your grace and put our trust in you. Overcome our suspicion and our fear, anger, jealousy, and envy toward others. Remind us that you accept us and love us with a perfect love. And as we journey through this holy season of Lent, give us strength and courage to make the changes that are needed in our lives to be more fully and present to you. Open our hearts and our minds to your steadfast presence and help us to put our trust in you. We ask these things through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And now, people of God, go in peace, knowing that your God loves you and goes with you always. Amen.